Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. This episode is brought to you by H&B. H&B believes the cloud ecosystem is the innovation and solution engine of the future, but getting there is a complex journey. Organizations partner with H&B to get their people, processes, and technology to the cloud, build a data-driven culture in the cloud, and drive innovation using AI and machine learning. Please visit hnbnet.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Get With It podcast. Today I have with me two lovely ladies from H&B Incorporated, right? Isn't it H&B Incorporated? You know, I think we started that way, but we kind of just, we're chill now. So we're just like H&B. You're chill. Oh, you're just H&B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I like that. Um, we have Amber Rush and we have Taryn Schaefer Hello. and these ladies, um, we're going to tell us all about H&B, but first we're going to go back and talk to them about their background, how they got started. Um, you know, we don't have to go all the way back to birth, but we like to see <laughs> where your thought process was early on and your career's life. Um, anything like that. Um, if you ladies have parents like mine, my parents were like, oh, you're really good in this. You should go into that and shoo, shoo, shooed me that way. And then I hit 40 and went... <laughs> the total opposite way. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, I, I have no qualms. Who wants to start first? I can start and I won't start from birth, but I'll okay. start from my birth at H and B because yesterday was my nine year anniversary at well, H and B. Happy anniversary. Thank you. So nine yeah, years. Came, yeah, uh, that's like a marriage. I know. <laughs> I know, a good right? one. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. So oh, I made a commitment shit. to H and B and you know, you got to work on it. Mm, there you go, girl. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nine years for me. And, um, I feel like my parents didn't shoo me in a direction. They just shooed me to like, you need just go to college because neither of them did. So it was go to college. Oh, all right. I actually, um, I went to, and I have a degree in nutrition, so I don't utilize it at all. Um, and I've never really worked in that space. <laughs> you went to OSU, you said? I did. Okay. So you're a Buckeye. I am a Buckeye. Mm, I'm a Spartan. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know what? I love everyone. So, <laughs> and I'll be honest, like I loved to go to games. I love to like pretend I was such a fan and get dressed up, but I never even paid attention. I just, <laughs> I was just there. <laughs> There for the fun, the tailgates. You were there for the drinking girl. Say it how it uh-huh. is. <laughs> yeah, but so my three male was cheerleaders, right? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I married one of them. Oh my! <laughs> you married a male OSU cheerleader? I did. Oh my god! See, you went to the game for so the male things. cheerleaders. Oh my god! That's I so did funny. did not meet him in that context when we met. It was before my senior year, and he had graduated several years before. But he cheered at OSU, so I married one of them. <laughs> there you go. See, oh my god, that's so funny. 
All right, good for you. Okay, go on. We digress. So anyway, (laughs) went to to OSU, got a nutrition degree, did not utilize that. Um, Worked actually, uh, well, I did right when I graduated work as a personal trainer for like five months. So I kind of utilized it. Um, but then that wasn't for me. Cause I like structure. I like, you know, eight to five. I don't want to have like a 5.00 AM, a 12 PM, a 7 PM. So that wasn't quite for me. Um, then I worked for Cardinal health in their marketing department on a contract for eight or nine months, um, just kind of randomly. And that was kind of a, a nepotism thing. Cause my aunt is a VP in an area there. So she was like, Oh, you need a job. I'll help you. What are oh, doing? What though? What would, what does she do or what was I no, doing? What were you doing? I was just helping with their marketing department, kind of just uh, ran okay. it was, as a contractor. I, I kind of was just picking up things that they needed. Random you were help. picking up the bullshit work. Nobody wanted to do <laughs> just to see how it is. Like, yeah. Almost kind of like an intern. Cause I still had just graduated and it was, they were just giving me things to do, which was wonderful and lovely experience. But then when that ended and I was still like a year out of school and I, had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I came across this company called HMB and they were looking for a receptionist at the time. And I was like, Hey, I can be a receptionist and answer phones while I figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I'll be honest, I don't think that I had any idea what HMB did. I probably caught it at <laughs> HBM when I was talking to my parents and I had no concept of technology or, or anything. And so started in in that role as a receptionist and was there for about a month and then got pulled into recruiting um i'm sure you know sue johnson i do no, God, i love sue no she is she's great the, i'm gonna she see her tonight great. but she so she and was the only one at i H&B. have a big drinking buddy at hnb oh yeah angie right <laughs> yeah she's awesome <laughs> I'm going to be seeing her tonight as well. Distance, oh, okay. It's nice. well, so she and Sue and I were kisses. like the original three. Okay. Blow kisses to both I of will. them. Tell you them will. I said hello. I you will. I will. Yeah. I absolutely will. But yeah, so when I started, Sue was the only one that was here doing recruiting. We didn't have a recruiting department. We were, I mean, maybe 60 to 70 in size at the time. So we were way smaller and she was ready to build a team. And luckily she saw something in me and said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to have her on my team. Saw the so. fire. So she brought me into recruiting after being there for about a month and, and taught me everything she knows. So I owe it all to Sue and I've been here for, <laughs> for nine years. So still with recruiting now, recruiting manager is my um, role. And we've, we've grown from, like I said, when I was initially here, 60 to 70 ish. Now we're probably 215 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've grown a lot over, over the last nine years. And now I know what we do at h and Well, that's important. I realized <laughs> This is a, a a really cool industry to be a part of. And initially what I loved so much was, oh my gosh, all these people are so nice. I, I loved the culture. I loved that. And then obviously realized it's a cool industry to, to be a part of and a, and a really great company. So nine years later, my I'm still committed. And you're still married to that cheerleader. Still married to the cheerleader. <laughs> and that one's been seven years. <laughs> he's cheering you on in the background. All right. Well, Taryn, do you have oh, a good excitement? I don't know if I have that much excitement, but I, I, can, I can go back, way back to how I started to, to get into this. So I'm in business development for HMB. So I have to go way back to think about when did I start really being in sales? And that's from birth. My dad's a salesman. So I kind of was always pushed and led in that direction. It just is something that's innate, I almost feel like. But my, some of my first jobs I think of were, wow, I, I sold shoes at famous footwear, if you know what that is. 
I mean, who doesn't love it? I got to sell shoes and get the discount. So I was in, but kind of (laughs) who does. Yeah. You got to love shoes. Um, went from there. I remember being in high school and actually selling for the Columbus dispatch. Do you remember getting those telemarketing calls? Would you like to buy a subscription to the paper? Yeah. (laughs) That was me back in the day. So did that for a little while. Um, ultimately I ended up moving away though to Pennsylvania when I got married to my husband. And when we were there, he had his own company. We had a, a maintenance company. So I was actually out doing some sales and selling contracts for them. We worked with companies like sheets, which I am so happy to say, if you don't know sheets, they're coming to Columbus. You know what? It cracks me up because they just, I'm get with it. We have somebody who works for sheets that is on the board of of the Pittsburgh chapter. And um, she was on a call. We were having like an all hands thing. And she's like, I just want to let you Ohioans know we're coming to Ohio. I was like, oh shit. Things just blew up here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm super excited. MTOs are going to be my thing all the time. They're building one like literally across the street, almost from where I live. I'll be there. Oh, see, there you go. (laughs) I don't know. What would you say? MTO? Made to order. So Mm -hmm. everything at Sheets is. I don't know this. Do a touch screen. Oh, Sheets. I don't know about them. Oh, girl. They are like, I mean, whew. If you think about it, they it's were a gas so far station. ahead. It's it's a gas gas station. <laughs> it is the gas, gas station, station, but if you think about it, how far ahead were they on the technology side when it came to having the touch screens to order your food? I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Everything go. is made to order and they like, yeah, it's a gas station. Mm-hmm. There you go. Gotta love, gotta love yeah. a gas station. Gotta, gotta love them. So yeah. they actually were a big uh, contract that we had within the company So I did sales for him. We also dabbled a little bit into doing sales back in the eBay days of musical equipment. So we would have guitars and drum sets sitting around the house. I, none of which I could play really, really not good at that stuff. I wish I was, but, um, and then we sold muscle cars for a while too. So I've always just dabbled in little things, which brought me back around to um, being in the healthcare industry when I moved back to Columbus and health and wellness for about eight years. And ironically, Amber, I did do nutrition plans and worked with <laughs> nutrition. I remember talking about I this did. when I interviewed yeah. you three years ago. <laughs> I did. So I did some of that, um, really enjoyed the industry, always loved healthcare, but decided it was time to kind of jump into something different and um, worked with startup companies for about six years. Um, there's a company here in town called startups.co. I worked with them and helping anywhere from business planning and consulting to looking for angel investors. So think about Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. Literally, it felt like Shark Tank every day. You were listening to ideas and understanding where people were at and trying to help them find funds. So a lot of different things, as you can see in my background, including too. Um, And then H&B came into my life. I wanted to move more into mid-size to enterprise type sales um, met someone who recommended HMB. I went in and immediately fell in love with the culture. Um, didn't come from an IT background, so it's definitely been a learning curve. But what I love about it is every day I learn something new. That never, never, ever is going to stop. It's always evolving, right? right? So that's that's how I got here. I've been with the company three years now. Oh, three years. Wow. All right. So, um, let me think about this. H&B is not, how old is H&B? 
24. Wait, the, we, the, no, 26. 25. Just kidding. Yeah, we're we started 25. in, I think 26. So we started in 94. So, um, yeah, that'd be 26. Um, we <laughs> <laughs> do that quick math. You're not, um, yeah, we're not good at math. So I didn't realize they were around that long. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is the owner still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So technically, so the HMB, it's Tom Harris, John McAzee, Pat Brennan. So Pat Brennan, technically he retired, but he actually still bills for us sometimes and, and works at clients and just does some programming. Mm-hmm. So he's still kind of around. Um, but yeah, the three of them started this in, in 94. Um, Cause back in the day, they all worked for the larger consulting firms where they were traveling around the country and, you know, working the crazy hours, living out of suitcases. And they didn't want to do that anymore, but liked the concept of consulting and being able to provide that quality and, and caliber of a consultant, you know, two clients would just be here local, be gentler on their budgets, and then still allow folks to have the cool you know, consulting life where you're working with different business models, using the latest technologies, doing cool projects, helping businesses with their needs, but go to your own home at the end of the night. Right. So that's kind of how it all yeah. started 26 years. I didn't realize they'd been around for so long. Yeah. We hear that a lot. <laughs> we do. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, okay. So you are tearing your business development, right? So sales pretty much in at HMB and then Amber, you're recruiting. So two different parts of the business. Okay. Mm -hmm. So both, but this question is kind of to both of you, but separate because it's going to, it affects your business model or your part of the business differently. Mm -hmm. So COVID, what's that like been for recruiting? And I love to hear the stories about when you go in to interview people and they looked all jacked up and stuff. <laughs> I don't know that I have any great stories no? that, the, that the person problem. like fully didn't match what I thought. Well, I will tell you one time, this is kind of embarrassing that I talked to someone, this has been years ago um, on the phone and this was not during COVID times, but I think the person might not have been local. I can't fully recall the details, but um, a deeper voiced individual. So I the whole time thought it was a male and then the person came in and it was a female just with a little deeper voice. So that was, that was one time when it didn't match what I thought. Um, but I don't know that during the COVID time, I've had any, any of that, that stuff. I have to tell you somebody, uh, one of my recruiting um, BFFs was telling me that the guy was doing the interview with a recruiter and had his face like, oh no, <laughs> like right up. And she's like, all I could see was an eyeball. And I oh, was like, That's awesome. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, COVID obviously has affected things because I typically would be meeting almost everyone in person as a first step. And that fully changed. I don't get as much Starbucks as I used to. Oh, so that I miss. <laughs> <laughs> I can still go get it myself and drink it while I'm on the phone. Um, but so, yeah, everything obviously is done via phone and, and Zoom and Teams mm-hmm. these days. So that's changed. But uh, in terms of kind of what my role looks like, it really hasn't. Um, I, I'm still doing the same things that I've done pre-COVID. Um just not physically with people. So I miss, I miss that aspect for sure oh. of being in person with people. I'm a happy hour girl. Like nobody's business. Yes, me too. <laughs> a beast. That, I understand that one. That's, that's how it is in sales. I miss my happy hours with people. Yeah. 
So, but Taryn, what has COVID done to the sales part of? Yeah, it's definitely changed the way that you go about sales. So I was used to being able to walk into corporations and into client sites and, you know, sit down and have conversations and talk through problems. And when you're trying to prospect for new potential opportunities, it's, it's a whole nother world right now. Everybody's online. I mean, you're trying to ping them via LinkedIn or maybe email and try to have a Teams meeting where you're not quite getting that connection that you typically would. I've always liked to try and you can kind of read how people are taking your message a lot more when you're in person. I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I feel like over video chats or if people don't have the camera on, especially, you can't tell if your message is resonating with them at all. So that's been a challenge, Um, definitely something that's challenging. And if you're like me, you're constantly also getting pinged by messages over here from work, right? So I've noticed that even with clients, that's a hard thing for them too. They're talking to me and we're trying to have a conversation together, but they're also getting pinged 50 times, just like I am over here. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely changed that dynamic of just that one-on-one and like maybe even a happy hour where you're really sitting and having a bourbon and brainstorming about the different things that we can do to help. It's, it's a challenge, but one we got to adapt to, right? Right. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all either. (laughs) (laughs) I want my old life back. I'm an in-person. I like to chat, meet up. I like the social interaction and yeah, the personable that you get from one-on-one versus being over zoom um, it's no fun. And when you work with teams like I do and they don't put on their camera, one only knows how many times they've rolled their eyes at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like throwing caution to the wind on that one. So, uh-huh. okay. So we need to know now what H and B is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sure. a consulting firm. We are. Yeah, we are. And so Deborah, do you want to, or do you want me to? Sure, I'll start it off, and then I'm sure you can throw in sure. your own spices as well <laughs> no from a sales perspective. Uh, but yeah, like I mentioned, obviously when we started, it was kind of coming from these big big consulting firms and wanted to bring that kind of uh, to scale at a local level. Um, And kind of what we focused on a lot historically is just custom application development. When our clients couldn't find something off the shelf or out of the box, we could come create a custom business solution for them. Um, We're Microsoft partners. So we do a lot in that C-sharp.net space. So a lot of it was just kind of custom application development for our clients. And then obviously as we've grown and evolved and really more specifically over the, probably the past year and a half to two years, um, we've gotten a lot more into the cloud space as well. Um, so now also able to help our clients migrate to the cloud and organize and analyze data and have been getting more into AI, machine learning, RPA, um, kind of these other areas to stay in trend with where the market's going. Because um, obviously technology is always changing and always changing, always changing and helping our, our clients in these other avenues as well um, with kind of whatever, whatever their needs are. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. think that's pretty You well throw in what <laughs> your side. <laughs> that's pretty well said, Amber. It does, <laughs> so. um, like Amber said, we're, we're obviously IT consulting. And 
I think a lot of times when people first think of that, they're, they're wondering, are you a staffing firm then? Do you specifically do staffing? H&B really, we really work on a lot more projects, I would say. That's our bread and butter. We're really good at getting into organizations and, you know, working and partnering with them to understand their struggles, their, their needs, and then helping them to roadmap that. And as Amber said, um, cloud migration has definitely been a huge focus of ours. We, I have to put this out there. We actually just got our AMP certification through Microsoft. So that makes us one of 15 partners in the whole country that can help with Azure migration. So I think that's something pretty special for our roadmap and our journey that we're able to start sharing with clients um, as they're also looking to make some changes. And like Amber said, all the buzzwords, you know, automation and RPA and just mm -hmm. modernizing in general. We, we all hear those all the time. It's different for every company though. So HMB does a good job at drilling down and understanding what those words will mean for growth for the client that we're talking to. So if the one guy is still there, what about the other two? Mm -hmm. What do they so do? We have like, yeah, right. So, there were three dudes, right? Yeah. Yep. So Tom Harris is our CEO. He's still at HMB. And then we also have um, John Mackesy. He's our CFO. He's there, there when we were pre COVID, you know, they were in the office every day with mm -hmm. us fighting alongside to, to try and help people with their, their map, their journey, I should say, in IT. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so they're okay. there. Yeah, they're, they're still around. Still there. And I love them. They're so approachable. That's one thing I love about HMB. Like literally you can walk down and you could just pop in and say hello to both of them. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, they were. It's a funny story, obviously, since you know Angie. Uh, one one of her favorite things was she actually has one of these on video that we'll have to find at some point. Um, she liked to scare people. And so Tom Harris, our CEO, we have a good video. And this is from probably seven years ago. It's a long time ago that she hid in his office. And so when he came in, scared him and got it on video. Really, Angie being a misfit? Really? That's Great. shocking to me. I know, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yes, no, they are. They've always been very approachable. And, um, you know, I think for like Taryn and I, people that are, were more in the office staff, we saw that. Consultants that are not there all of the time, I think we would say these things, but still to them, it's intimidating. It's, oh my gosh, the CEO. Um, but they're, especially Tom, I mean, he's very goofy and, and, and approachable. So all of the time, they'd always be open to anyone coming in and just plopping down to, to check. I'm trying to think if that was who was at the happy hour, H and B normally hosts the get with it happy hour yeah. before our conference, the kickoff. Um, and of course we didn't have it this year. And I don't think flash, I think it was 2018 and we had it at, was it, it was at a brewery. I think it I was there. Was. It was across the street from strong water. North, Why can't was it? it North high? Uh, land grant. Land grant. Land grant. Yes. Land grant. Uh, yes. Land grant. Yeah. Was he the one that was there? I wonder if he was there because there was a big tall fella. Is he tall? If it's, if, if it's a is. tall guy, then it there's probably, a lot of tall ones. Him or Dan, but I think it was Tom. Yeah. And they were, I mean, he was there partnering it up with us ladies. <laughs> it was great. He was so funny. Probably Tom. He is funny. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I want to say that I'm pretty, I think it was him and he was there. Yeah. We were getting ready to kick off her story, which was mm -hmm. that 
was the theme for um, that year. And Uh um, yeah, so H&B has always been a huge supporter of Get With It, which we love. So um, hopefully in person again next year. Yes, we're praying. (laughs) We're planning this year that it will be in person. So um, getting back to the way things were, I don't like the term new normal. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not, it's not, oh, I don't like this new normal. So I don't want to like that term. So, um, yeah, we're ready right now. This is this new normal now, but then maybe we'll have a new, new normal and we'll like that more. Maybe. (laughs) Yes. Fingers Um, crossed, right? Fingers crossed getting back to the way things were. Yes. So, okay. So this is an offhanded comment, like question. Okay. Um, throw you guys off a minute. I'm scared now. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. So other than the fact that you both enjoy working at H&B, what do you do outside of work? Not work related. Like people like to hear that you're real normal. (laughs) Of course. I mean, we have Amber who clearly is dressing up like Saturday night live for Holly, um, for Halloween, the cheerleaders, right? You got the male and the female cheerleader. Mm-hmm. So we know that's what do you're a lot of, Yeah, We do a lot of just stunting at home. Since yes. we can't go anywhere and do anything anymore, we still practice like uh, stunting and my husband. That's crucial. Yes, that is for crucial. Sure. So. Although he, he hurt his back a couple months ago, so we can't really do that anymore. Oh, don't do that. Don't hurt him even worse. So other than that, uh, what do you do for fun? Well, I have a five-year-old and a, my youngest just turned three. Um, so I'm, I feel like I'm mom mode most of the time. Okay. Um, you can stop are, with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we could. And you know what we, I think my husband has tried before. They're not so into it yet, but the, we'll get there. How old's our, how old's the five-year-old? What is, <laughs> yep. oh He's boy. Five. He's five. five. Okay. He is five. Yes. He is five. And then the three-year-old. Regular five. <laughs> is a girl or a boy? Yes. Girl. Yeah. Girl. So you have yes. a boy and a girl. Boy and a girl. Yes. Five and three. Yeah. The five-year-old just started kindergarten this year, which weird time to start kindergarten, but luckily he's, he's there in person all day, every day. Um, he's doing well. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Cool. yeah I, both my kids they gave us an option online or in person. I was like, you both are getting the hell out of my house. I'm done. I cannot deal with either one of you. Uh-huh. So, and how um, old are your kids? Oh God. I have a high schooler, teenager, 14 and mm. um, a nine-year-old boy. My teenager is a girl. So okay. one of us will survive. <laughs> right. Don't they yeah. say that one of us will survive. Uh-huh. So. Well, I already feel that way about my three-year-old and, and, and it's not going to be me that survives because she's the boss already. Oh, <laughs> you are in trouble, Amber. Yeah, you're really in trouble. You think so? You Thanks. got a diva on your hands. Oh, she, yeah, I tell you what, she sure is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's a project manager mm-hmm. in the making. But then she, she also knows how to, to bring it back in all the time because she'll be, you know, diva, not nice. But then she'll say, mommy, are you happy? Are you happy? Smile smile and she wants me to smile and uh, then she just giggles and so whatever she just did before that doesn't matter because I'm melted on the floor oh there you go yeah okay Cute. all right any animals no 
Oh, I think okay. the kids are animals enough. That's that is true. Yeah. That is true. No, I don't know that I can keeping handle. them alive. Yeah, I don't know that I can handle an animal on top of them. So, do you do anything as a family? Like anything fun? You can say. Oh, no, I wish right. I had a really great. I wish I had a great answer for that. So, my before I had children, I was into like community theater, and I love to perform. So, I thought having children, my life is going to be like a living musical. So, yeah. I try and play that out. It's not. It's they not. they really once they can start <laughs> speaking, they're like, "Mom, stop." So sometimes I can get them to do stuff with me and I'm hoping my, the older one is in piano lessons right now. He started piano lessons and then the younger one started dance class. So I'm building my stage right now. My poor husband with his hurt back, he's just going to be laying on the ground in the background, but okay. we'll have a dancer. I'll, I'll be the singer and we got a piano player. So I'm, I'm building my family band, my, my, okay. my family performance. <laughs> okay. Stage mom. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Um, Taryn? Me. So no kids, unfortunately, but I have lots of adorable little cousins that I, I get to see on Zoom right now, unfortunately. Um, but I am a dog mom. We talked about that a little bit. So I wow. have two doggies, um, Shih Tzus. I have a 15-year-old who is asleep right down here at my feet that I keep hoping he's not going to wake up and start barking at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> could happen just saying and then my other one I'm not sure where he went so they are they're my babies my fur babies so I enjoy having them but my husband and I especially with COVID my husband was always a golfer but since COVID happened I needed something to get me out of the house I needed to see people right so golf is something I took up this year I'm horrible at it but yes. really really enjoying it so um love golf yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people like, I don't share this with a lot of people, but I was a downhill racer skier and, um, I started when I was eight and, um, I went all the way up and skied at Michigan state. And when I was in high school, I picked up golf and I played golf at Michigan state too. And, um, awesome. but then Taryn, the best part about golf when you're middle-aged is the cart and the booze that is in that cart. Yes. <laughs> I love <laughs> golf is yes, it is. It is lovely for those things. I'm not going to lie. I think that's why I've taken to it so much. <laughs> it is, and I don't really care anymore if I hit the ball very good or not. You know, right. I'm like, you just go have fun, right? Exactly. It's really about that and it not is. holding up people behind me. I, I try not to do that. You just, oh, I don't up. care. I don't care it. about them no. <laughs> because they probably have beer too. It's they just need sure. to relax. Very true. Right? Everybody in the world just needs to chill out and relax. But um, I agree. I only yeah. can partake in the, the drinking part of that. I'm not. You can a, drive the car, Amber. I know. Yeah. Same. I've done that. When we used to have H&B golf outings every uh, year, like company-wide golf outings, yes. I was, yeah, I would be the, the, the beer cart. <laughs> exactly. That, so heard about those outings. We need to bring those back. I yeah. think so. It's and you know off. what? It's outdoors. So you're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You're good. So, um, yes, so, so golf, that's, yeah, that's been my, my new thing. I'm going to try maybe and get some lessons just to make it a little better. We'll see. But otherwise, just um, drink more, yeah. <laughs> you just drink more, you loosen up, you know that, right? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't seem to work for me. I think it goes the opposite way. I'm like, yeah, hey, I don't care anymore. Um, but yeah. Yeah, what else we have? Uh, that's, that's the fun way though, right? Right. That's the fun way. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, I do some volunteer work too, obviously. Um, 
There are some really cool organizations around town. I work a lot with DeSaco, which is Down Syndrome Association here in Columbus. So we do a big golf event every year and I help kind of getting sponsorships and then helping to make everything run well with the amazing team that they put everything together. So that's another kind of hobby of mine is to, to work with organizations like that and just to kind of be able to help. I mean, it's, it's super fulfilling, really great people there. Oh, that's great. All right. Amber doesn't have time for that. She's got kids. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I understand if I had kids. I volunteer I all of my time to my children. Yeah. They don't pay me anything. I'm volunteering for them. Yes. I actually have to pay them typically in candy to do anything. Well, yeah. especially after trick or treat. Are your kids old and like too old for it? Or do they trick or treat? Are they? So um, my daughter did not go trick or treating this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I have to be honest with you. I, the whole thing was kind of like, blah, like even my nine-year-old said, I don't want to go trick-or-treating. Oh, and, yeah. and I was like, really, buddy, you don't want to go get candy. He's like, no, I'll just steal the candy bags you have here. Like <laughs> you can buy it for me. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, he didn't want to go and it was oh. raining. I always feel like it's miserable. Oh, okay. So ours was on Saturday and that day was super nice. Yeah. That day was nice. Not out here in the sticks. Bummer. Where are you? Yeah. Where are you at? Um, Aetna, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, you got your Amazons out here. Mm -hmm. Um, that's right. It's big for, cause they don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. For their, I get it. So I pay their taxes for them. (laughs) That's your volunteer work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't like it. So, yes. So, all right. So that was just a random. I always like to find out a little bit about people. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. Now what is going to happen the rest of the year, like individually with H and B or like, are you getting more contracts? Like people are telling me that they see the light at the end of the tunnel and businesses are picking mm-hmm. up and whatnot from your perspective on recruiting and sales. Is that true? Is that, I, I would say yes. Yeah. I, I see a lot of companies that they're really starting to look at, all right, so we've been through COVID, you know, or we're going through COVID. We see what it's done to our business. All right. How do we grow now? How do we recover? How do we work with the word we hate the new normal? Like, I am seeing a ton of that. So I don't necessarily feel like things are, are slowing down for us at all. I, in fact, I see that light at the end of the tunnel and it gets, it's getting brighter and brighter. Amber, how about for recruiting? What do you see? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with, with that as well. Um, And I think I, I find that people are, I think it's a good sign that they're less maybe nervous to take a new position at this point. Cause I think at the very beginning of this, there was, I was talking to a lot of people that were unfortunately late, laid off. And so there was that whole situation, but I feel like a lot of folks found roles. And now I feel like I'm talking to other folks that are in that kind of passive, they'd be interested that they would feel comfortable enough if we had an opportunity that they would be ready to make a move. So I think that's a good sign too, that just from a candidate perspective, Mm -hmm. that people are feeling more comfortable uh, with kind of the state uh, of things during all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, so today's date is the 10th of November and like COVID cases are skyrocketing and 
to be honest with you, I think it's all false positives, but that's just my opinion. But because I didn't know where it just all of a sudden like blew up. Right. And um, people are being cautious with masks and schools are, you know, like cleaning all the time and all that kind of stuff. So do you see, when do you see this? I don't know. Change maybe is the best word for it. Like, are you seeing like companies waiting to the beginning of the year or now? I, I, I'm seeing companies as far as if we're talking about, you know, are you going to be getting back into the office or are you, what are you going to be doing? I'm not hearing a lot of people that are going back into the office by the beginning of the year. Do they say this? Okay. So do they think it's, do you say it's because of COVID or do you think it's like people are financially, economically looking at their footprint in society Mm -hmm. and the communities and being like, how I can save a lot more money. Really? I think it's both. I mean, let's be Mm -hmm. honest. A lot of companies are realizing the savings that they can have by people working at home. At first, maybe they thought, hey, if I have people working at home, they're not going to be as productive. I don't know about you guys, but I have more trouble with work-life balance now that I'm at home (laughs) because my computer's right here. Yeah. So I think companies are realizing that. So I do think it's both. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, because if you think about it, people in the office, what you go out to lunch or you stop at somebody's desk and have coffee and you chat it up and Mm -hmm. whatnot. And um, at home, people don't have anybody to talk to. (laughs) No, I'm so happy. I'm like eight hours of seeing people. (laughs) (laughs) My only coworker is my husband and he's just any second he has, you know, where he's not working, he's now heating his back because... (laughs) So, so do both of your husbands work from home then too? Yeah. So my husband's actually a consultant in IT for uh, CAS and he is upstairs in his office and I'm down here in the basement. So he's my only coworker now. And we occasionally meet for lunch or coffee breaks in the kitchen. It's it's pretty Mm -hmm. funny that you're in the same house, but we don't, we don't see each other a lot during the day. Really? CAS, eh? I know some people over there. Hmm. That's good people, good, good company, yeah, good company, good company. So, um, and Amber, your husband works at home too. He does. Right? As well. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah. I haven't asked this question. This cracks me up because I've heard people talk about it. Uh-huh. So Taryn, you just said your husband's upstairs and you're in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Correct. So you have your own office. Well, Mine is a little section in the basement and I'm not going to complain about it because the basement has the cooler setup. Okay. Sure. Okay. I I have my office. I have my treadmill over there. Got a bar over here. That's okay. You know, it's okay. So he can have his office upstairs. I'm fine with it. And what about you, Amber? Do you guys... What kind of the same but opposite level? So, my husband is in the actual office of the house as well, and I am actually in the bedroom using a TV tray still. After (laughs) see, that's what cracks me up literally. Like, it's embarrassing if I would show you, like, this is a TV tray, Amber. (laughs) Getting you a desk, and I keep saying, I I mean, I've said it for months, I'm gonna get an actual desk. But I also, I move around the house all day. I don't like to just yeah. sit at one spot. So I'll be here, it, you know, so I can shut the door. If I'm on meetings or whatever, sometimes I'm at the kitchen island. Sometimes I'm, I'm just kind of all over the place. Yeah, okay. So I'm okay with, and I think the other thing is, I'm like, man, I don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on a desk. <laughs> I'm not on like 
strong. It's so funny. <laughs> I went through a phase of moving around the house too. To like, yeah. I got sick of my spot for a little while and moved. But at the end of the day, I need all my monitors. So I had to. I've worked on spot. only a laptop now. I cannot Amber, believe Amber, no. eight months, nine, eight months, eight months. No, that's crazy? crazy to me. I know. And I'm because... just so used to it now that I'm like, Meh, it's, it's fine. See, I'm, if I'm I move around the simplistic. house, people want to talk to me. And I'm like, yeah. oh, um, yeah, I don't want to talk to you. So, <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I don't blame you there. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever go outside, though? I do. I have had, um, when it was, well, we already put away our patio furniture, which was a real bummer because this past mm-hmm. weekend was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have worked outside over the weekends. Yeah, um, I like to do that. Sometimes it's great to turn off the camera and just go take a walk where you're on a meeting. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where you're at and what Nobody you're doing, knows. but you're still paying attention. You're still contributing. Right. It's all good. That's right. So, yeah, I was just curious, Amber, because it cracks me up because people are telling me like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm, I'm my husband's working from home or my wife is working from home and we're both in the same. And so she made me be in the bedroom on, you know, the TV tray or he. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, he's like, yeah, well, a lot of people tell me they mix it up. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, we, in the very, so very beginning, which I mean, the very beginning of this was just pure chaos. Both of our children were home with us while we were trying to work from home. And that was a whole other madness. So at that point, and we didn't even had anything in our office because we've only lived in this house for about a year and we had this actual office that we had never done anything with so we're like oh hey we're gonna finally get stuff for the office because we're working from home (laughs) really at that point thinking we'll be here for a few weeks let's just get a desk to sit in there obviously here we are maybe permanently who knows yes eight years later so um big question is h&b gonna go back i I don't think we have any Talks still of it in right the air. Yeah. yeah, still for sure until throughout the rest of this year. I mean, not going back there. Our main office is open if anyone needs to mm-hmm. physically go somewhere. Um, but again, like Taryn was saying with a lot of other companies, I think we are also seeing, hey, it's been eight months or so. We've still been super efficient and successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I will be curious myself to see moving forward because we have always historically been in person at our client sites 40 hours yeah. a week. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the future will hold if we'll ever be back to a fully in person or I mean, I think our hope is to at least get to I see people, a hybrid. even if it's just for yeah. happy hours, at least see right. in person <laughs> at some point. So yeah, I don't know. We I, there's no no real plan yet. Nope. And I, I keep hoping for a hybrid. I can totally yeah. see that, you know, having a home base is always good to have yeah. somewhere to go to, but most, most of the people within HMV are consultants. So they're really, I don't want to say at the mercy, but it's up to what that company that they're right. consulting with is doing. And the majority are not in, in office. There are some, I do have some clients, but not mm-hmm. many. Yeah. I, I just, um, Moving forward, like I said, I mean, you as a company can, any company could look at it and be like, I can spend more money on getting more developers and making more money than dishing out for office space and mm-hmm. electricity and heating yep. and cooling and mm-hmm. all of those things that go into yeah. maintenance of a building. Yeah. And so, um, 
I think the other cool thing that it opens up is that historically HMB has been pretty much Columbus focused and Louisville. We have an office in Louisville. So I was going to ask you, you guys have an office in Louisville, huh? I don't say it right. I don't say it right. I know I don't say it right. I'm not sure if I did. (laughs) (laughs) I know I don't say it right. Um, I've been told multiple times that I don't say it right. So I understand. Yeah. I'm not sure I said it right either, but historically, I mean, that's kind of where we focused was Columbus. In Louisville, hopefully I said it right. Um, but this has really helped us to realize, I mean, as I'm sure it is with other companies, we can really open up to anywhere now. Mm-hmm. I mean, our consultants don't have to be on site. So it's it's pretty exciting when you think about it that way, the new opportunities that are out there. Okay, so sure. how did it become Columbus in Louisville? How, how did that happen? Amber, do you know the, yeah, I that, believe I think I know, but. Really, it's kind of just because we have a, a consultant who is from there originally, um, who was here in Columbus for years. And then he and his wife were moving back there and he had a lot of connections in that market. Um, so kind of just saw an opportunity. He was starting to kind of make some things happen. And then it just went from there and we hired someone in sales down there and kind of just grew, um, from having someone that was from there to build kind of a, a smaller little business down there. So I think how long ago was that? It's pretty, it's pretty small. Um, it's been, three to four years, maybe okay. so we've been down there me. and it's a small group. I mean, we're maybe 10 that are down there. And just like here in Columbus, these consultants are typically just working with Columbus clients. Those are typically just working with Louisville um, clients. But again, now we're in the, the remote yeah, era right. that they Anywhere. can kind of do whatever, which is also cool. But what I was thinking from a candidate perspective as well, that I've never been able to consider folks that are not physically here and that want, you know, fully or partially remote sort of roles. So that opens up for us as well, a candidate pool um, that has been very small just here, local in-person people in Columbus. So that's, that's cool as well. Yeah, definitely. You can, you know, brand nationwide and get more candidates that way. Um, Yeah. Louisville is on the uh, roadmap for get with it. So when really? I, mm-hmm, yep, a chapter in Louisville. So um, I think that's next year. No, 2022, I think is on. You would okay. think I would know, but mm, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we'll have to make sure that we know about that so we can get yeah. down there. Yes, because w- actually we'll probably be reaching out to you guys because we'll need yeah. connections down there on people who might be interested on being part of Get With It and the board and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's on the roadmap. So we uh, are looking to expand. So, okay, well, we need to do a plug. Is it hnb.com? hnbnet.com. hnbnet.com. Yeah. All right, let's try it again. It's hnbnet.com. Okay. All right. Yeah. hnbnet.com. What happened? There? Why? <laughs> Why? Amber, you need to make a jingle for us. HMB, <laughs> <laughs> the place to be. Yep. Net 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 com. Com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So clearly, HMB will be making no commercial. Amber will be singing on it and performing. <laughs> um, so, and we, you're out of Columbus and in, in Louisville, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, you could take candidates from all over. Um, what other plugs would you all like to make? This is your plug time. This is our plugs. plug time. 
No, I I think we kind (laughs) of, we said it a little bit, you know, we're really big into the cloud space and that's the direction of focus for us. So we're excited to be able to help companies um, with their roadmap there. And the big thing with the AMP certification with Microsoft, if companies are looking at Azure and wondering how to get themselves more to the cloud, there's some really unique opportunities where we're able to help them with that, potentially even with some funding backed by Microsoft. So really cool opportunities there. But in general, HMB is in the business of helping our clients solve problems that are specific to their business. I mean, we work in public sector, we work in private sector, um, we see it all. So we're, we're happy to have those discussions and see where we can help you to grow. And then from a recruiting standpoint, anybody who um, knows the cloud should reach out to Amber. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, Automa- I was automation say, too. Automation, please. Yeah, and also from kind of the recruiting aspect of things, some other things just to throw out about why it should be so great. Um, that something that's really important to us is our culture. So we've got um, a lot of stuff with culture and continuing education. Honestly, we've got a cool group internally called HMB University, and they're responsible for all the curriculum. So we're always doing lunch and learns, deep dive sessions, certification study groups. We've got a book club involved with a lot of different tech conferences and user groups in the area, sponsors and sending folks to be speakers. And so a ton of opportunities to continue for our consultants to, to learn and grow in their knowledge, because as we said, technology is always changing. So we, we, we put a huge investment towards that continued education piece for our consultants. And then outside of that, just culture in general as well, we've got another group in internally called HB Connect and they're responsible for the fun stuff. So typically in normal times, we'd always have happy hours going on and a ton of different events. Every year, typically we would do a um, an OSU tailgate, a paintball outing, a ski outing, a, a crewer clippers game, um, a lot of different rec sports leagues throughout the year, video game nights, board game nights, something for everyone. And obviously that's where that kind of camaraderie piece and to, to, you know, our consultants don't see each other all day, every day. And now none of us see each other any day. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it was always great to kind of have that camaraderie aspect and that family feel, um, and still have been trying to do some different things virtually. We've done virtual happy hours, virtual game nights. We're in coming up with different things, um, to still stay connected and engaged in these strange times, but just some other things that are really important to, to HMB. I think that's really cool that HMB has that culture of, the family and doing all those kind of fun things. I think Mm -hmm. when a company hits so many employees or gets Mm -hmm. to a certain size, they forget about those small things that mean a lot to employees. And even if it's just going bowling or whatever, you know, it's, that matters a lot to the employees of the, of the company. So I think that's awesome that Mm H&B takes the time to recognize their, and consultants, right? That includes yeah. the consultants. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Because a lot and of times, Angie, that you know, she takes a, a big lead in that at HMB. Oh yeah, yeah. Consultants are forgot about. I was working at a place, mm-hmm. and I was told because I was a consultant, I was pretty much gum on shoes, and I didn't matter. So, <laughs> you know, so that yeah. the fact that HMB has a cultural mindset of making mm-hmm. sure their uh, full-time employees and consultants mm-hmm. are recognized and appreciated. That's really cool. Yeah. For sure. And I, I think definitely, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's important to say that our consultants, for the most part, everybody, they're FTEs. They are mm-hmm. full-time employees, which is something that makes us very different as well. Okay. That's cool. For sure. Yeah. And I was going to say from the recruiting perspective, again, I, I've definitely chatted with folks previously who were maybe in a situation like that, where they were a consultant, but they were like, do I fit 
here at this client or am I a part of the company that I'm hired here through? I don't really feel like I fit anywhere. Um, So yeah, that's for sure. Kind of first and foremost, making sure that our consultants feel like a part of the H&B family. You might not be here physically with us. You might be helping our clients and being at their their sites, um, but making sure that they feel like a part of our family first and foremost and taking care of them. That's cool. So and there's H- one thing that Amber hasn't mentioned that she does for HMB that is oh. very special is that she helps us every year with our grad Academy and recruiting for it. So I'll let Amber kind of say more what grad Academy is, but it's HMB's way of, you know, helping the IT community and helping young developers, BAs, whatever their aspirations may be um, to really get their foot in the door and start learning. It's kind of that elevator that, um, you know, that accelerator type program. So Mm -hmm. Amber does all of that recruiting for us and it's, she does a fantastic job with it every year. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's another cool program we have. Um, Each year we do our grad Academy. It's our three week intensive training program. That's really for anyone that's entry level. So a lot of times it's folks that have come right out of college and have a four year computer science degree, or we're doing a lot more with all of these different boot camps. There's so many different, you know, boot camps these days that's you know, people that are career changers and then kind of going a different direction. So anyone that's really entry level that once a year, each June, we're able to bring them in and put them through this three weeks of intensive training, a mix of technology and soft skills for the world of consulting, kind of a crash course, learn everything they didn't learn in the classroom or in the boot camp. Um, to really have a smooth transition from, you know, college or boot camp or just career changing to come into H&B to really learn how to be a successful consultant in our environment. And it's all taught by our consultants of people that are obviously experts at what they do and living it and breathing it every day. So it's been a really cool program, a really successful program for us over the years to be able to bring in entry-level talent and really kind of help shape and mold them and foster their growth to to be successful consultants for us. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. This past year was the first year it had to be virtual, like everything else this past year. <laughs> um, but it still, it still happened. It, we still made it work. So um, I'm actually already in the process of recruiting um, and, and not officially hiring yet, but almost there for folks for the the June 2021 class. Um, and hopefully, we'll at least maybe partially be in person. Oh my gosh! That. I hope yeah. so. That'll be exciting. It was so, it was such a big production each year when we were in person. I mean, they'd be learning, they'd be there 12 hours a day for three weeks and then normal 40 hours a week after that. But we were doing a lot of fun stuff as well. We were doing these events to promote the culture of H&B, escape rooms, laser tag, Sky Zone, Pins Mechanical Company, all of these things to kind of help them relax while they're learning so much, get to know one another, have that camaraderie aspect, and then just different happy hours and lunch meetings with senior leadership throughout the organization, different practice directors, for folks from every line of business to get a feel for all of the, the moving parts yeah. and pieces that make up H&B as a whole. So it was always so exciting every year for Grad Academy and these, I always said, my, my babies that are starting. <laughs> they are. And I think <laughs> this that year was it. virtual, but Hopefully. I look forward to it. I yeah. mean, it's so cool because they do get to see so many different lines of the business and be able to choose which path most excites them. So, you know, for some people, maybe that's, hey, I really love doing Salesforce. I want to be in that practice, which we're a Salesforce partner. Maybe yeah. it's automation and, you know, UI path is something or is it Java? Is it .NET? I mean, it's really cool because they get a taste of all of that so that yeah. they can figure out which path makes most sense for them. That's really cool. That's good. Um, yeah, because normally they're coming out of college or these boot camps and just getting thrown to the wind. Mm-hmm. And uh, like it's a sink or swim moment for, for a sure. lot of them. And um, 
We like to give them all little life rafts and they're (laughs) nice and cozy. They're rowing with the H and B team instead of hanging on for dear life on the side of the boat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, ladies, I thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about H&B and yourselves and putting up with me and whatnot. So um, no, thank you. We need to have a happy hour. Remember to tell my, my girl Sue and Angie. <laughs> I will. I'll send them kisses yes. from, uh, from six feet apart this evening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, you can, what it, right? Yeah. Isn't that what yes. little kids do? I got it. You got, got it. it. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm going to take it with you and take it. it along. So, yes. <laughs> and um, I'm sure I'll be talking to you ladies real soon. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll be in person. Yes. And, absolutely. Um, and enjoy this last beautiful day before it's cold and snows and whatnot. So thank you. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. It was Thanks. Such a I enjoyed it. Yes. Bye. Good afternoon. This episode is brought to you by H and B. H and B believes the cloud ecosystem is the innovation and solution engineering engine of the future, but getting there is a complex journey. Organizations partner with HMB to get their people, processes, and technology to the cloud, build a data-driven culture in the cloud, and drive innovation using AI and machine learning. Please visit hmbnet.com to learn more. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.